Kevin Perger's Themed Alternative presents The Societies, Chapter 3, To the Ridge, in which our heroes find themselves in a new time and place. So how about that saloon? Yes, sir. It's about sundown, so the folks should be headed that away. Are you heading that way? I'm headed into town, but I'm not sure where I'm parking my horse yet. Do you mind if we uh, tag along? Of course not, as long as you don't mind walking. There's not nearly enough room up here on Pool House for the three of you. That's fair. Uh, did we catch your name, sir? My name's Trent Hillbottom. We appreciate the help. Uh, I know this is going to sound like a weird question, but we really got turned around when our horses, you know, kind of kicked it back there. Uh, what town is that? I'm going to assume you're walking toward Yeah. Uh, at this point. Just casual conversation while we're... We are, we're moving along. That's absolutely fine. As I said, this is the region of Big Thunder Mesa. Y'all ever been around here before? Once or twice. This town up here is Rainbow Ridge. Just a few years ago, this little settlement sprouted up. Nice town, nice people. You're going to have a great stay. You know where we could get a room uh, for the night? How much do you have on you? Well, <laughs> that's a great question. Let us let us check our pockets. At least $4. <laughs> You do have cash because you have the $4. Did the blend work on the money? You can blend it, but it is in American dollars right now. Right, but it's not time appropriate, I would assume, so. Yeah, what'll $4 get us around these parts? Boy, howdy. $4? Y'all three could stay at the El Dorado Hotel for a whole week with that. Well, that sounds fancy. <laughs> Perfect. Maybe that's where we should head first. I'm not feeling too hot. Claire, can I hold on to that $4 as we head into town? Mm-hmm, yes. Thanks. The blend. <laughs> Chip, what, Chip, what are you doing? I said I hope we don't have to fend off any wild animals on the on this trek into town. Well, the, the magic that shot out of your glove went unnoticed by the man on horseback. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, like, we got magic sparks? No, Im imagine a straight beam of light that sparks as it hits, but it's super quick. I did it behind my back, all right? He didn't see it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that money has now turned into era-appropriate <laughs> currency. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay, look, I researched a lot for this episode. I did not research the currency. I actually thought about doing that, and then I thought, how would I work that in? And I guess I should have done that because we're in the first five minutes. But it is we'll specific and accurate. Probably like bonds or something. I don't know. I want to know if this guy knows anyone important in the town. He's not like scum and like low life, but like is like is he like put together enough? He's a sweaty, greasy cowboy looking guy, but he doesn't look like a, a bandit. And he, he just kind of looks like farmhand that owns a horse. I mean, he's he's dirty and he's got, you know, I mean, you got the beautiful red rocks surrounding your plane, by the way, if, you, if I didn't already describe this. I mean, it's these beautiful mountain structures and plateaus and these. And so like that dust is on him, um, but he's definitely not a low life. He's not a drunk. From all indication, a, a good citizen. Trent, you've been uh, living around these parts too uh, long? Not too long. Just long enough for me. I've been living around here for the past three years. What kind of trouble do you think we could get into around here? If it's trouble you're looking for, you've come to the right place. Rainbow Ridge is pretty calm, but the rest of Big Thunder Mesa is a different story. Lots of work when the mining company was in their heyday, but they shut down a few years back. Is that what brought you to the town? Yes, ma'am. I came around 49, maybe 50. I was recruited to mine a mountain with more gold than anywhere else in the West. That was certainly the case. 
But there was even more issues than there was gold. What kind of issue? Do you mean it turned into an issue for you? Myself? I don't know. Everyone else said the mine was cursed. Now I don't believe in that malarkey. But after a few collapses, a few close calls, the mine was shut down. I just kind of glance over to Chip. Giving him a look. I'm looking right back at you, buddy. Just giving him a look. <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking right back at you. And we both nod at the same time. We're like, ooh. They say the mine is cursed, like anything in particular. Do they like have, it's, or it's just like a general curse. A general curse. I've heard many different stories. Some say the gold belongs to the gods. Others say the mountain is a god, and that if you wound her, she'll fight back. Well, that is certainly interesting. You never saw any of this? I don't know. Maybe I did. But after a while, I reckon thunder and dynamite sound about the same. You hear? Yeah, that's, yeah, you got a good point. What do you do now if you don't have the mind to work at? Just odd jobs. I can do just about anything that involves a hammer. You, you're nearing town, and so the sun is kind of setting. It's a beautiful sun. I mean, the, the sky is bright red, almost the same color as those beautiful mountains in the background. And you're coming up on what looks uh, like your typical Old West town with two strips of businesses facing one another. Uh, on one side, there are two-story businesses, and there are houses kind of sporadically throughout the, the canyon you're in right now. Um, just kind of small farmhouses and you can see some crops outside. And I mean, it's the desert, so they're having a hard time keeping some crops. And within the town itself, there's a few uh, different areas, but it's that main section is those two strips. And then within the, those two strips kind of jut out from behind, but but it's pretty condensed. I kind of want to, I'd like slow to a stop now that we're in town and I take a look at Trent and I go, hey, uh, Trent, I really appreciate you helping us out here. Uh, we're going to go get settled up at one of the the hotels in the area, but are you going to be at the saloon later? I feel like we owe you a drink for all of this. Well, that's mighty kind. If I go to the saloon tonight, I'll take you up on that offer. If not tonight, another night. I never got your names. My name's Clara, but people, my friends call me Clara. And I'm Chip. And I'm Chip Her- Whittlesley, PhD. My name's Herbie. <laughs> my friends call me Herbie. <laughs> well, you have a good night. Welcome to Rainbow Ridge. And then he kind of trots to trots away and kind of tie, begins to tie up his horse. You know where the Eldorado Hotel is, by the way, in case you're wondering, because it says Eldorado Hotel and it's a two-story building. Right. I immediately turn to Clara and Chip and just kind of like hunch over a little bit and start in it like a whisper tone. Go, okay, so it can't be a coincidence that there's some sort of cursed mine here, right? I, I don't I don't think so, but we have to find someone who knows that mine in and out, top to bottom, that'll take us there. Okay. First, we should probably get a room. It feels like my bones have melted. I'm really in rough shape here. Right. Yeah. Let's head over there, I think, and just and, and do, do a long rest. I'm like debating. Should we go to the saloon first and see if what we can figure out? I mean... It's not like we're going to go anywhere tonight. It's already getting dark out. We got to figure out what's going on here. I could use a drink after the time, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys. Do you... Let's let's grab a drink. Yeah. See if we can't meet no, yeah. anyone there. Okay. Well, you know where the saloon is. It's on the other side of the street and it is popping and you kind of hear some dancing and hooting and hollering and it sounds like a good old time. Let's head on in. Remember, the story is, guys, our horses died out of town. So you bust open these swinging doors and you see a room filled with people. There might be a hundred people in here and they're laughing and having a good time. Maybe more than a hundred. 
Um, you know, there are some people who are playing poker. Some people are gathered around one person telling a story. Um, there's some barmaids and bartenders walking around. Also, in case you're wondering, you saw uh, above the door that this saloon is named the Horseshoe Saloon. Is there piano music? It's very important to me. There is old-timey piano music. Thank you, Clara. It is plain and it is cliche. <laughs> the, the piano player is cartoonishly flinging his body back and forth on some sort of swivel chair, barely hanging on to the piano as he just plays this old-timey ditty. Let's head to the bar. I need a drink, like, really badly right now. Agreed. So you walk over to the bar and there's a bartender that's dealing out some drinks to a person down at the further end of the bar. And then he sees you and he waves a hand as if he's like going to be there in a sec. He finishes up what he's doing with that person. He comes over to you. He flings a towel over his shoulder. What can I do you for? Whiskey? I'm thinking whiskey. What do you guys, what do you guys think? Whiskey's all around? Three. Yep. Let's do it. Absolutely. Now, three whiskeys will cost you a nickel. I got it. Can you break a dollar? A whole dollar? Well, now, you're going to clear me out opens up his cash register and he grabs your dollar and he does a bunch of coins and he throws and then he puts the drops the coins and then he makes your whiskeys and he throws them to you y'all look like you're new in town yeah our horses died on our way here real sad <laughs> so we had a we had a walk in it was real rough what brings y'all to rainbow ridge it's passing through on our way somewhere else and san francisco that's exactly where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the water. San Francisco. Well, I do hear that there's more gold in that city than in Big Thunder Mountain, but I do have my doubts. Yeah, we heard about Big Thunder Mountain. What's going on? I heard the mine's not running, uh, not running these days. Don't get me started. We will be here all night. The whole town is up in arms. I. we've got time. Well, who's the owner of the mine? Well, that's the whole kit, ain't it? In our local courthouse here, we're actually having quite the time figuring out who is the rightful owner of the thing. It was originally opened by a man named Henry Ravenwood. Now, you have to understand that Ravenwood is the meanest SOB I have ever met in my life. Now, he started the Big Thunder Mining Company and got an entrepreneur, that's a Barnabas T. Bullinen, to run it. Lo and behold, Barnabas goes off as rocker tries to take the mine for himself and eventually closes the mine due to safety concerns. Apparently, a bunch of our local miners were almost trapped in there after a cave-in. Heck, one miner, Jason Chandler, tried to steal a bunch of gold from Barney while he was working at the mine, but somehow, and I'm sure I do not know how, the two ended up as partners, and they created some kind of organization and started claiming that for the health and well-being of Big Thunder Mesa, the deed to the mine should be handed over from Ravenwood to them. And a lot of the townspeople agreed. Um, and then just as he says this, uh, like another person walks up to the bar and he, he kind of waves over. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't talk longer. I got to go take care of a patron. And he walks over. Uh, 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 uh. We need to find out what that organization is. Is there anyone next to us that we could try to take up, like to, to start to casual chatting with? The bar is pretty uh, fairly long, but there is someone a seat or two to the right of you that was just served by the bartender. The bartender has now moved on to another patron. So he just got a drink. Oh, um. Before we say hello to him, I just want to snatch some of my herbs and oils and just dab them on. Just give myself a little dabs, just a little, just a little perfumes. Why did I give I you the dumbest things to do? I'm gonna take full advantage of these skills, sir. Um, so now I'm I'm, just, I'm all oiled up, and I so I spin around to him and be like, "Hello, sir. Uh, new around these parts? Not at all. Because we are. Uh, what's your name? My name is Tobias Norton." 
while they're talking, I, I wanted to kind of hold up the empty the empty whiskey and um, try to get the bartenders, you know, get his attention. We should have opened a tab instead of making him make change. <laughs> yeah, he walks over to you. I'll slide another nickel on the counter. Okay, he, he gets you three more whiskeys. When uh, Chip slides over the nickel, I kind of like motion for him to slide another nickel over. I toss a dime over. Okay, six whiskeys. Oh. Herbie's not doing so good. Well, no, no, no. The three's <laughs> fine. Thank you. We're fine with the three, but you can keep the change. Uh, just curious. You were talking a little bit earlier about uh, this organization being formed to own the mine. I was just wondering who they were. We're looking for work, really, is what I'm trying to get at. Well, you're in luck. They're hiring. Though, uh... Nobody wants to do the work they're doing. They call themselves SEG, Society of Explorers and Gunslingers. I slowly look to Chip and Clara, and then slowly look back. My eyes are super wide right now. The deal they made was that they, their organization, would provide protection to this town. You see, Rainbow Ridge, we expanded so quickly that we never even put in a sheriff's department. Do these folks have an office? Yeah, they uh, do most of their business out of Barney's office. It's just up the rise of the mountain, just a bit north of here. It's good to know. And what was his partner's name? Uh, Jason Chandler. But uh, everybody around here just calls him Chandler. Barney and Chandler. All right. Thank you so much. That was very helpful. Keep that other nickel. And then I down the other whiskey. All righty. Sorry about that, Tobias. Um, anyway, I just want to uh, introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Chip. This is Clara and uh, and and Bert, and uh, we're he- we're here in town looking for work. And the bartender just told us someone's hiring. You don't happen to know these folks, do you? Chandler and Barnaby, I know them. You, do you work for them? Nope, no one does. Hmm, no one does. Who would want to patrol this mesa at night with not much more than a revolver at your side? I got a family to think about. So does Barnaby. I'm surprised he's okay with it. That's a legitimate point, sir. Legitimate point. We're kind folk here. Everyone's got a family, even grumpy old Henry. Uh, is is there any chance you could point us in their direction? Who? To uh, to Barney and Chandler. Ridge. They're on the ridge. Yes, sir. The ridge. Is it too far to walk, or do we need to get some horses? Horses will. Hmm. We should get a room. We should get horses. I think first thing in the morning we should hit the trail. Mm-hmm. It feels like my bones are gonna fall apart. I need to sleep. I'm hurting. But I think this this might be this might be what we need. How much are horses around these parts? Price, I don't know. But there's a stable just a mile or two south. And uh, how far north are we? Uh, would it be to, to head up to uh, the the ridge, Rainbow Ridge? Five miles. <laughs> I put my whiskey down on the bar, the empty whiskey, and I start walking backwards towards the door. And I go, "Thank you very much, sir, for uh, the warm welcome. We're gonna go call it a night. We'll see you guys around these parts." And I, yeah, I turn around and start walking out, really hoping that uh, Chip and Clara follow, or else I'm going to look real dumb. Uh, wait, I, I drink the, the the three whiskeys left on the table, uh, <laughs> 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 and I follow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to put a nickel in the tip jar for the piano player, but I see everyone's left, so I'll head out too. Save your nickel for another day. You, I'm assuming you walk across the street to the El Dorado Hotel. You, uh, you go into the front door there, mm-hmm. and sitting behind a counter uh, is a is a young lady, um, and she looks up. Well, howdy. Good evening, ma'am. We're here uh, looking for three rooms for the night. Oh boy, 
We don't have three rooms. We only have one tonight, unfortunately. We'll take it. It's better than no rooms. That'll be 30 cents. 30 cents? Gotcha. Chip, pay the kind lady here. I am more than happy to do that. Can we just take a quick moment? Because I believe, is it important for me to be tracking the amount of cash I have? It is. Okay. So let me do that real quick. I had $4. Uh, how much money did we give to that bartender? Uh, total 20 so you cents? Have, you have 15 cents total. And so this will be 30, so 45 cents. So you'll have $3.55 left. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Well, here's your key. You have a great night. You too. And uh, also, do you know anywhere where we might be able to um, procure uh, horses tomorrow morning? We heard about this uh, ranch down south, but I wasn't sure if maybe there are other options around. The stables down south are the only ones I know of. If they have any horses down there, I do not know. All right. Thank you. All right. Let's go. So you walk up the stairs. It's an old rickety place with you know wood, everything. You open the door to your room. I mean, inside is a bed, which is probably today like a twin-sized bed, and just a bunch of wood floor and a little gas lamp and a desk. I guess we're going to have to play like rock, paper, scissors or something to see who gets the bed. You know, I can really sleep anywhere. I really don't have a problem sleeping on the floor. Will our health go up while we sleep? Yes, your health will be re- restored to normal. And it's the same as a long rest. I mean, it is a long rest. I plop onto the bed, not like laying on the bed, but just kind of sitting into it. So I like lean kind of into the wall, just kind of sitting there. And I close my eyes for what feels like the first time since all of this happened. And I'm just like, I can't believe like a plane tour did this. This has to like, this has to be a dream, right? So then all three of you doze off and you wake up the next morning um, to the sound of rustling outside and horses moving um, and light shining through the window. You've all regained all of your health and you are ready to face the day. I feel a million percent better this morning. That was so needed. Um, what are we thinking? Should we head get horses first and then head up to the ridge? Because it's a bit of a walk, it sounds like. I mean, yeah, two people told us the same place. I think we might as well go check it out, see if they got some horses. Yeah, we could probably get down a mile or two south relatively quickly. So, I know it's not exactly the same thing, but I I hear that they'll get you when you're trying to buy a horse. So you got to go in knowing how much you're going to spend. You got to go in knowing what kind of horse you want to get, and you need to be ready to shoot down all of the upsells. <laughs> so no undercoating. Here's what we're going to do. We got how much do we have left? Yeah, we got three dollars and fifty five cents. Fifty five cents. I don't know what horses go for in this region. I'm going to say a, a dollar. Horses might go for a dollar. So maybe we don't spend over a dollar five for any given horse. I don't know. I think we only need it for a day's uh, a day's use. Maybe we try to, you know, rent it. Rent a horse. Rental rent horse. horses. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll pitch that. I think we pitched that. All right. Let's head out. Okay. So you, you walk outside in the chaos of the day. And you, you walk the the few miles south. And people are walking, so it's not like you're just in the middle of the desert. A woman ho- hanging clothesline on her house, and you see a an old man kind of farming his garden. And as you walk past, and eventually you see up ahead, um, after about 15 minutes of walking, you see a large uh, grassy patch, a house that resembles stables, and a kind of a townhouse uh, up up on a hill. After that. All right. Let's. Uh, is there anybody like outdoors working or out there, or is it does it look populated? 
No, I mean, there's no one outside working that you can see. It's not populated necessarily, no. Okay. So I guess let's head to the front door and see if anybody's home. As you walk up to the front door, uh, a man wearing overalls that uh, and some, some nice cowboy boots runs up to you and says, Hey now, I'm down here in the stables. You looking for me? Yes, sir. Perfect. I start walking down towards the stables. Name's Herbert Lister. We're here to uh, inquire about maybe a couple of horses. Uh, uh, oh, uh, alrighty. Um, I've got two horses that, yeah, I could afford to maybe get rid of. I don't have that many horses to begin with, but I guess I'd be, um, I'd be willing to sell them for $2 each. That'd be $2 each. Yep. Two horses for $2 each. How would you feel about a horse rental situation? We only need to get around town for a few days, running some errands. Maybe a dollar for the week? Uh, for both? Yeah. Oh, well, okay now. Let me just think about that. Let's see if you take them both for the week. Uh, and... Return them. Healthy, of course. Um, I want to walk up to him and just sort of like pat him on the shoulder. Like I want to exude a sense of confidence and say, listen, mister. I've got an idea. How about a $2 deposit and I'll give you $1 back if you return those horses healthy. I, I reckon we could do that. Yeah. You know, mister, what's your name again? Oh, my name. My name is Thornton Pillsbury. Pillsbury, Mr. Pillsbury, that sounds like a grand idea. I think we could, I think we could do that. <laughs> uh, great. Well, then let me introduce you to these horses. Walks you down to the stable and he, there's a bunch of horses and he's like, um, the two horses I have here for you is this one is named Rumpelstaker. A very nice white horse. And this one is, it's old, uh, oh, it's named Suit Jacket. He's a black horse. I'll also throw in a saddle for each of them, so long as you bring it back. Oh, well, of course, of course. I mean, can't be riding these horses without saddles all week. It's not good for the horse. So uh, he throws two saddles on, he gives you the reins, and he says, Do you all know how to ride horses? I can pilot anything. (laughs) 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 I can pilot anything. Well, okay, so this is an animal handling check. So who who wants to try? I got plus two. Roll. Uh, six plus two is eight. Uh, the horse neighs and clucks you off as you like try to get one leg over and you fall off. You're on your feet, but you couldn't get on. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I, I walk up to suit jacket and I'm just like, whoa, boy. Okay. And this will be interesting because I have negative three animal handling. <laughs> Twelve minus three is nine. Okay, so you get on and then fall off the other side as it shakes a bit. He's a wild one. He's um he's actually calm. Mr. Pillsbury, of course we know how to ride horses because like how would we survive out here if we didn't? Well, your horse has died, so it kind of fits the character. Of the party. <laughs> Mr. Pillsbury, Pillsbury, don't know that. Finally, he stopped telling everyone. Yeah, way, way to not tell the horse guy that your last three yeah. horses died. That would have not helped the negotiation. <laughs> Look, uh, we, we of course we know how to ride horses, but let's pretend for you know, for for giggles here that we don't like. You want to. Give us a quick reminder. Anything special about these horses we should know? You know, they like a scratch behind the ear, like, you know, special sugar cubes or something. 
Um, yeah, actually, both of those things would be what I would have suggested. How did you know that? I'm a, you know, horses and me, like we go way back. I grew up on a farm. Okay, so he hands you a sugar cube. If you feed it to the horse, you'll get advantage on animal handling your second go at it. And he hands one to each of you. 18 plus two, 20, but not natural. You hop up on that horse and you're, you got the reins and you're ready to go. 15. You're on that horse too, Dr. Chip, and you're ready to go. I got 11, so. Okay, you also hop on to uh, Dr. Chip's horse, and you're ready to go, kind of holding his stomach in a in a motorcycle kind of way. I guess we'll be on our way then. We got a long day ahead of us. We're going to be running errands. One week, we'll be back. Thank you again, Mr. Pillsbury. Yes, sir. Good luck um, with those errands. I'll see you soon. And you take off. So you make your way back to Rainbow Ridge pretty easily. You got the hang of the horses. You're kind of good at it now. I lean into Chip and go, we didn't pay him. <laughs> <laughs> and I lean back, smelling of sweet herbs and oils, and say, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to be mean to the guy. We'll, I mean, we'll give him his dollar when we get back. But, you know, it gives us a little bit more wiggle room with our funds while we're figuring this out. Do you want to keep going to... I think we just pass on through, right, guys? Let's go find Barney and... Uh... Let's go find Barney. Chandler? You're, you go with the horses, and the horses speed up. You're finally riding, and you're you're having a great time. The wind's blowing in both of your face. It's it's a warm, uh, warm day. You're sweating, but it's, it's just a nice breeze that's coming from these horses. There's beautiful mountain structures. You're having a very surreal, adventurous experience that uh, you all appreciate given your dull boring lives in florida before uh, you're actually living it's not futuristic as you might have helped but it is in a way different and so you make your way up the the north mountains ridge and it spirals up and you you see up in the distance after you hug the mountain you see this large mansion type house at the top of uh, this ridge great another house in the distance This episode of The Societies was edited by Kevin Perger, with an original score by Jamison Hornbeck-Wall and art by Brian Danger. It features the voice talents of Disney Dan, Alicia Stella, and Rob Plays. And guest stars Buddy Duquesne from Those Happy Places as the bartender, Jack from Park Ride History as Tobias Norton, Christine aka Ivy Winter as the hotel clerk, and Lauren Meza as Thornton Pillsbury. For more information on The Societies, go to Themed Alternative on YouTube or at Themed Alt on Twitter. Thank you for listening, and we hope you join us for future adventures.